everyone. Welcome again to Real Talk with Coach T, Unscripted, where we will have real but raw conversations for us grown folks. Hi, we're in here in the beauty shop, uh, third episode, and we are talking about uh, how much responsibility is required from a grandparent for grandchildren. Um, We started with the conversation about how grandparents or um, the children are leaving their children or grandchildren with the grandparents and they're getting mad because the grandparents no longer want to watch the kids. Um, And there's that old angle of the oldest sibling who had to be responsible for their siblings, but now they got children and the grandmama don't want to be responsible no more. So we're going to let you go first, Jemiah. (laughs) Okay, so so, so I'm kicking it off. So me personally, I'm definitely the oldest. So I've had that background experience far as not having the option to be that extra parent. It was an obligation for me. It wasn't a choice. I had to help raise the kids. I had to be patient with my mom while she figured things out and be that extra assistance and backbone. And I'm grateful for it because it's taught me how to operate with kids and it's taught me a lot of patience and it taught me a lot about myself. But... (laughs) It also was the best form of birth control for me. So when it gets to the time where I do have kids, I am expecting my mom to help me because I helped her. That That's just me. So when I hear about those dynamics where it's like the mom's like, no, not at all. I didn't, I didn't have this kid. I'm not going to help you raise it or assist it any type of way. I think that's unfair, especially to that older child dynamic, because it's like I spent my whole life being a caretaker and a provider. So I'm looking for that village around me. And right now it looks pretty lonely. <laughs> and that's not fair. And I was telling um, Tamika earlier that it's hard when for the kids in the, in the, um, the children who were raised, as an example, who were thrown onto their grandmoms and their aunties and stuff. So it's like, if I'm trained and I'm taught that, okay, my mom threw me onto the next person and I'm expecting when I have a kid to throw them onto the next person. So it's more so like of a generational oh, so, thing. So did you, did you <laughs> throw not, it onto them? Were, did specific. you not know or was it not an understanding of when you were getting thrown onto the other parent or, or whoever that mommy they had to work or something was going on or it was not but that's the thing it wouldn't always be mommy had to work it would simply be mommy's tired okay mommy want to chill mommy want to relax mommy want to sit in her room and watch her little episode right make sure your siblings not doing xyz mommy finally want to take a break she's being offered tickets to a comedy show i need okay. you to sit in the house this weekend and watch them or just make sure things is hell down you when you started watching your siblings? Eight and I was at about eight years old. I was told, um, don't open this door for nobody. Me and my siblings are four oh, years you apart. So you, you like, yeah, you a latchkey kid, yeah, she a latchkey kid. Is like, well, usually a single parent is working and they have to work, so the kid comes home and has to lock the door. Sometimes behind. they dinner, right? And yeah, they have to get their dinner together sometimes, so That's they usually grow up way more responsible and faster because like their parent has no other choice but to work and as we know like a nine to five and you get out of school at three you know 
Um, unfortunately, the world is not as safe, maybe, for latchkey kids, but they still exist. But, like, in our time, latchkey kid really was a safe thing because, you know... Because mamas did work, though. It wasn't right. because of the work. It wasn't because mama was trying to go chill. Right. Mama had to work. And, yeah. and, and most of our daddies was there. Some of them, they chill because my grandma lived with us. Mm-hmm. And she watched us, but when I was younger, mm-hmm. when I was really young, my grandma lived with us, and uh, she just was there. So my mom had, she could come and go as she pleased. She went to work, <coughs> she wanted to go on a date, she went on a date, or whatever. But she had that choice whenever my grandmother was living with us. Now, we did didn't she go ask to her? my grandmother's house, but my grandma would live with us. Did, did she, she ask her? I, I don't think it was like that. My grandma just automatically took over the responsibility of cooking and we were clean mm-hmm. and but that goes on to that old way of thinking that it takes a village to raise a child it does. that unspoken communication of I got your back you got me we finna but I'm 40 something now you know I have kids Hi. that should be having kids in the next 5 to 10 years thank so. you you said the right words and let me too. tell you in five to ten years, I'm still be trying to kick it. So I'm not trying to be the one that's in the house watching the kid. I'll watch him here and there, you know. But I ain't finna be the destination. Oh, we got a grandma in the house. So grandma. Okay, what you got, grandma? I, again, when my daughter lived up here, I did watch uh, Jackson, and I watched him because she had to work. I didn't watch her, watch Jackson because she wanted to go out hang with her friends. I just, okay. I didn't do that. But again, being raised by my grandmother, my grandmother didn't do that. It was, I'll watch your baby while you go to school. Other than that, I didn't enjoy making this baby. That's your responsibility. You want to go hang out? Take your package with you. That was her exact word. Take your package with you. I know that's right. Tell right. the story, though. I think that's a good story about when you were at school, though. I think that's Oh, uh, well, it was one instance I, when I was in college, I was going to UIC, and I had an important test coming up. And even though, again, my grandmother watched my baby while I was in school, it was her forcing me to mature enough to make this dad pay child support or watch his own kid because he never will watch my daughter. And so I'm telling her I got a test coming up. She was like, I don't know what you're going to do. I ain't watching him. I'm like, what do you mean? She was, I'm not taking it to the daddy house. You don't want to keep him. Long story short, I end up having to take my daughter to his house, ring his doorbell, ring his doorbell, tell him your baby down here left my baby in her car seat on his doorstep because I had, I had school. You know, and she was my grandmother was dead serious. It's not that at that point she didn't want to help me. It's just mm-hmm. she was forcing me to mature enough to, hey, this dude needs to do something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's not doing nothing. I'm playing dad. And yeah. I didn't enjoy making this baby. This ain't my, she loved my daughter to death, but he, he needs to be a grown, grown man. Right. You know, even though he still never did nothing, didn't give one dollar, <laughs> it was at that point it let me see that I'm, I'm for real on my own. If I didn't have my grandmother, I'd have nobody. Yeah, and, and, and I it think it's a form of, uh, I think it's a form of birth, birth control. And not too. to take advantage of her, because that's yeah. let me know at that point, yeah. I can't take advantage of her because yeah. she don't have to do this. This ain't her baby. Yeah. You know, she raised her kid. She, mm-hmm. you know, and, so. that's, and that's the truth. Yeah. But I, I feel like they did. They, yeah. Well, I, yeah, every, well, no, nah, I challenge that a little bit. It's a choice for the adult, <coughs> not the kid. That's what I said. Meaning for like. Well, that's in, what I was meaning. Oh, like mm-hmm. in, in the older sibling cases, yeah. it's usually not a choice for it's them to. It's not a choice. But, then, but I, I did want to double back on that too because. So y'all saying a single parent household. My mom was a single parent for a short amount of time, but I was blessed to have two fathers. I do have a stepfather, so he was definitely in the picture. So it also goes back to, as a little side note, with like those generational mending and, and stuff like that, because 
you, y'all all assume my mom raised me like a single parent, mm -hmm. but my stepfather was definitely there. She was not a single parent, mm -hmm. but it was the mama's babies and the daddy's babies. That yeah. was so conditioned into her, even though she had a strong man there to help her, she operated as a single woman so she could only fall back on herself and her mm -hmm. kids. So it was like, it was a it was forced upon me out of her fear and her insecurities of not being secure enough to depend on her man and that responsibility fell on me so i played a daddy or an extra parent role even though i did have a father i did have a father figure in the house so what would you say how how a would that good father figure. a good father figure he was yeah. definitely emotionally available financially available he was definitely present i'm definitely grateful for That's him good. but at the same time, I was the one who, like you said, I had a flip phone by the age of eight. My number, press number one for mommy, and you gonna get directed to the hospital and call me and let you know that you say I was making the raviolis. I knew, how to operate, <laughs> I knew how to operate the microwave and make the pizzas and stuff because my mom had more trust in me because I came from her than depending on a man. Does that bother you? Does uh, your mom kind of put that on you? Uh, it did because I feel like it took away from me and my experiences as a kid and also it shifted that dynamic between that brother and sister and that parent role because I didn't have that balance of like having siblings, it felt like my kids. I wanted to- I felt that about Yes. Like, and then I, I guarantee you right now that causes rift at times because you probably act like the mother role at times when actually, and then it probably bumps you in your mom head too because like the mom is like I'm the mama right. you know because yes. um, I do see that dynamic with uh, when you have that older daughter who helped you know with the siblings yeah. that they bump heads because they've been so mature responsible and, and that's the hard dynamic yeah. to be honest like it's no right and wrong in it because I've been made to be responsible, so I think this way yeah. because of how I was conditioned. But the flip side, I had to condition you this way to survive. Exactly. Right? So it's, it's not a right or wrong, but even back to what you were saying about, um, I wouldn't necessarily call it insecurity, I would call it conditioning, right? Because when, unfortunately, when we're not taught certain things, we're conditioned to that. Whatever, whatever it was that we, learn that's our condition right mm -hmm. so in her case she wasn't exposed to something else to trust something else mm -hmm. so it's hard to like religion i use religion it's hard to believe what you can't see mm -hmm. you know that's why people struggle with it so how can you know we you know judge a situation off of something you didn't know mm -hmm. even though we we really make titles and we put expectations on titles, but we forget people are people. Mm -hmm. I always say my dad is Michael. And that's because Michael was a whole person before we, um, be before he became my dad. Like Michael had his whole life. Michael, he ran the streets, he had a job. And then at 24 years old, he got a woman pregnant. Okay, yeah, that's um, my mom. But that didn't change not one personality about him. And so, right, 
So we con- we're conditioned out to believe people should, oh, well, you're a mom or you're a dad, so you shouldn't do that. And we hold them accountable to that standard. Our, yeah, what we our standard. Yeah, and that's not fair to them if we're going to be fair about the situation. But that's usually where a lot of hurt and pain comes from off of false expectations we've created or society said, oh, your mom's supposed to do that. Kind of like even it's you just said. Your, your, your oldest child is supposed to, to Well you got oldest child syndrome honey <laughs> you take, that away. take away oldest child And you replace daughter and son Oh yeah I agree So it's like you have these expectations Of how your child is supposed to be Or how your child is supposed to support you Or how your yeah, child is supposed true. to help heal you Or et cetera et cetera And then you get those blindfolds To where it's like those expectations Can also mess up that parental And that child dynamic Because you're expecting me to be a an extension of you instead of my own person. Mm-hmm. So that's also well, parents should have expectations, though. But are they realistic to the kid, though? Right. You're right. Parents should have expectations, but oftentimes, from a therapist's point of view, I deal with the parent has conditioned you to be this person. That's mm-hmm. not you. Right. You know right. what I'm a saying? Little mini me, right. You know, a little mini me. Right. Yeah. But that's not true. Like, we try to mold them with this clay yes. and forget that their kids. They still got and, to come yeah, yeah. And they've processed, even though you've seen some of the things that go through for the majority part, mm-hmm. you don't know how they processed it, though. Mm-hmm. Like, we legit have our mm-hmm. own thought process. Yeah. yeah. That's you know? why I'm big on what do you want. Yeah. How, what, how do you feel about this? Like, mm-hmm. this is how I feel, but how do you feel? I always say that. Always, always. She always gives me an example, something she related to, but then she will step back and be like, well, where's your thought process going? What's, what's your perspective? How are you approaching and viewing the situation? Because all of us are, we have different experiences. We have, we have different emotions, how we view things. One thing you might look at it as, oh, you cut me, and to me, it's a scratch. To me, I can, I can face it differently than you, but since you condition me and you've been hurt that way you're expecting me to believe I've had that a lot with me and, and my mom like her conditioning in certain situations I'll use men as an example guard your heart men are dogs etc etc right but to me I look at it as everybody's different it's up to you to discern when to walk away from situations when to discern who to interact with when to discern you know but you know why you do that what? out of lack Remember what I told you last time? We love out of lack or we give out of lack. Because you don't, you don't have any experience yet. Right. So, yeah, so your, your thought process is going to be because it's kind of like... It's still accepting, open, and free, which ain't right, a bad thing. Right, it's not bad, but because it's kind of like um, what you were saying with your daughter about kind of being naive, but you protected her. So she is going to be that because she didn't have to live that because you protected her from that. So she protected you from that by saying, Hey, this is this and this, right? So your natural thought process is going to be, well, you, you thinking negative, but you ain't had her experience to get to that, which one is not wrong or right. So it's not again as you grow. I think all of us thought processes. They just never want their kids to repeat 
what they've done. And, and even when you, as a parent, looking back and thinking, like, if I tell you the stove hot, I don't want you to touch it fatter than, you know, it's hot. So I'm saying, it's hot, it's hot. And then to a kid, it's like, sometimes, you know, you, you gotta kind of let them get burned. Yeah. I, my you, favorite you saying is that actually- and, and it sucks to say that, but yeah. you, you really do. You know, even though, you know, it, it's not a good feeling, it, it, it's something you don't want them to go through, but, you know, they, they that breakage, they gotta kind of have it. Yeah. You know, they have to. Right. One thing that I always tell people as human beings, we only know fire is hot because yeah. we have encountered it. Yeah. Not because nobody told us. Yeah, because even if, when the people say don't do it, you still, it's like you still just. We hardwired though. Yeah. We hardwired to do opposite. Yeah. It's like, oh. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Right, that's be, the opposite. Might be different. Yeah. Yeah, because we always think it's going to be a different, which some cases it will okay. be, yeah. you know, but. We are hum humanly wired to want to explore yeah. naturally, right? And I think like um, generationally, you learn each something new in generations, but you also bring something bad in each generation, yeah. right? Yeah. And then you you can break some things each generation. Like, you know, kind of what you're saying, the, the dynamics, right? So maybe that's what you're going to break moving forward. If you even get like truthfully, you have to be exposed to even know to break though, and yeah. get healed and mend from that yeah. to know like okay, because yeah. we go off. Oh, I don't want to do that, and then we—that's all we do. But we haven't really healed from it, so we end up doing it, right. or we're doing something with the wrong motive, which still come out wrong. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think like with the grandparents, I do feel like it's a freedom of choice. Unfortunately, you not dealt your hand as a child, so you do gotta operate in that vein. But as a grandparent, it's not my choice. You chose to have those kids regardless, mm -hmm. and you're right, I chose to have man, but you should learn from me. Yeah, well, and I think that's a thinking behind the mom, like the grandmama looks at it like, if you've seen what I struggled, I don't want you to struggle. I should enjoy being a grandmother as far as taking them to the park, or going to McDonald's or wherever to get them something to eat. Or oh, not even just that. I feel Experience what that was like. Uh, if you experience what that was like, having those moments where you you tired, you up crying, like the baby just yeah. up crying, and you didn't got school, work, you exhausted, you ain't got nobody to turn to. I feel like as the grandma who's already experienced that, be like, hey baby, you can take a nap. Oh, oh, <laughs> let me hold your baby. Oh, you wishful thinking. It is because I. I, I just, what you said. I to do that so that's why I'm saying like we get I, that probably will, I don't understand sometimes. why it's yeah. not that dynamic anymore what happens no to not, not, to it's race? not that not anymore it's just for certain people mm -hmm. certain people feel like they don't want to do that but I feel like not people all. are approaching it that way I feel like once it's taken advantage of that's when you have those boundaries of noticing your baby you need to be doing it. I got my own life but right out the bat like dang I just got done pushing y'all can't we can't I mean, I got you. I'm going to help you. I'll come for a month. But, but hold on. <laughs> you, you said something. I want you to listen to what you just said. You actually said they felt the loneliness of having to do that, right? Uh -huh. And guess what the mind said? Wasn't nobody there for me. Yeah. Right. So you don't you want, want to do No, it's not about empathetic. It's condition. I had to do it. I learned how to do it. Guess what? I'm mean, instill that same 
in you. In you, yeah. Yeah. You know. I, you, you, you teach from experience. Right. Because I, can't I don't teach you what I don't know. Right. So I'm teaching some people, you. Some people. Right. Some people may go the opposite way, but some people teach from experience. Yeah. I think the opposite. If my experience was that I got burnt by this fire. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh-huh. We want to talk about these fire that's experiences. You. That's you. And I'm going to even challenge that, though, because guess what you do with your siblings? You was overbearing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Look how she looked at us like, what? I don't even I don't know that to know that. I know that because guess what? Just like your mom was overprotective with you, you conditioned and you do it as a whole sister. Yeah, Yeah, because it's a conditioned unconscious. It's in our subconscious. So we can think we're gonna do something opposite or even desire Mm -hmm. and do something completely the same and we'll justify it, justify it. Make sure you keep this podcast without Daughter shouldn't have to do that on her own. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and make sure you replay it. Not, yeah, replay this because I need to be reminded. And because that's part of that generational right. break. We need to break that conditioning. I really feel like we need to start that over. It's not. She said we need to start it over. Go get the kids. Your mama go to Florida. Go get them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like sometimes parents, because sometimes parents do get taken advantage of to where they feel like, well, I'm not the parent. I still want to have a life as well. I understand. That this is my grandchild and you young and you need to have a life, but yeah. it's about me too. Yeah. And you then know, you so gotta I remember the time too, right? Yeah. We in younger grandparent age yeah, too. We are definitely in younger grandparents. Hey. Yeah. My grandma was Come on, younger. join us. My mom was younger. So when my mom actually my mom watched my, my niece and nephew a lot, but I, I don't feel like I would be that person that would want to watch the kids all the time. I just don't. Mm-hmm. But you are you almost like an only child, so you really lack yeah. the responsibility. Yeah. So you not gonna desire that versus like Jemaya over here, like no, nah, it's a village, cause like in her case, she feel it was forced. But I'm gonna have call me last. <laughs> <laughs> we talking about grandmas. How much? How much responsibility should the grandparent have with grandchildren? Only as much as they want. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we at, but then uh, Jemaya does have a point about her being the oldest sibling and had to help raise her siblings. And if when she has kids, why can't she get that same thought? <laughs> I believe I'm, uh, I'm a grandmother that don't didn't mind keeping mine. Okay, so, but it's because I wanted to, right? I, you know, That's every weekend I had them, but yeah, you know, right. but uh, I didn't, I didn't uh, make it like you got. To, I'm keeping mine, you know, and all that. No, you can't uh, just right. drop the kids off. No, mm-hmm. nothing like that. You know, no colors there. No, no. Um, but two, you got to think too. I feel like the grandmothers are like you. You're a young grandmother because you still working and you vibrant. Yeah, you still right. got a life. You still got a hug. Hell, your daughter young. But even if yeah. I didn't, it's just that I, I want her to be responsible. We like, I don't want you to think. Oh, you yeah. hear that generational curse coming I'm, out? I'm sorry. I, I just don't want you to think that this is what this is. And you know, actually, he says, you know, she coddled her so much. She yeah. Feel like, you, she like, no, you need to No, you got to fly. No, but that is not actually where it comes from. She sounds just like her grandma. I do. Yeah. I, 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 That's conditioned. I, I agree is. with that, too, but I also agree that she felt like I coddled her so much. She didn't want to have to do that. Yeah. 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 Ye
as well. Mm-hmm. So now you need to learn. Mm-hmm. You can't think that this is easy. You know, yeah. you be out there having a whole bunch of babies and just thinking, here, drop one here, drop one here. And I hate to say it, that's kind of wrong society now. These days, I pushing out babies and everybody got it. Half of them don't nobody even want to watch. So that's now, true. You, you, that's you true. need to know that what comes with a child is responsibility. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, you have to be responsible. Yeah, I wouldn't mind keeping my grandkids anytime. If she lived up here, I'd probably have them all the time. Yeah. You know, because I didn't get to be a fun parent with her, yeah. you know, because I was still young. But now I think I could do like a lot more, you know, I'm yeah. definitely in a better pay, pay grade yeah. financially. I could do a lot, but you ain't gonna just think, okay, because mama grabbing the kids every weekend, bam, bam, bam. No. Ask me. Yeah. No. Well, what about, because I know like some grandparents that live like the kids and the grandparents live together mm-hmm. and they do leave all willy nilly. They don't ask and they, because it's almost. Oh, my bag would be on the front porch. <laughs> uh, so, what you right. feel about that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, my, I lived with my mother for a while with, and I had my kids. Uh huh. And she used to try to take over my kids. You oh, know, so you had the opposite. So, yeah. So, I had to tell her, you know. If I want him to go to the store, uh-huh. he can go to the store. Yeah. And she's scared something's going to happen. Now, this back 20 years ago. What's yeah. going to happen? Like, it is right, not. Right, completely. But, uh, you know, to tell her, look, he has to learn how to get out here in the world. You can't just keep him bottled up, you mm-hmm. know. But I feel like if if I'm living with you and we working together, that's good. But don't and try to act like you they mama. Mm-hmm. You're their grandmother. Well, you know, it's a difference. Yeah, that's yeah. True. That head was happening. Yeah, I can see that with living in the house together. That head because now grandma like I'm the mama. Right. And I did do that with my daughter. And she you don't stay know with nothing. Me, you but know. I told her tell her baby. I go. He can call me mama, which probably is bad when I think about it. But yeah. I mean, he <laughs> called me mama. He wasn't talking yet, but he called me mama. <laughs> my mama. But. Look, cause I'm mama, cause I know more. Yeah, yeah. It's my house. I pay to be. My little sister called I, I had to take him with me if I wanted to go somewhere. Yeah. You know, so that's that, that limited where I could go. Yeah, take me with him. Yo, who? Yeah. My brother had to take, he was eight years older than me. So, so he had to take me. Like, if he had to go to the library or anything, he had to walk me from school, like stuff like that. Right. Because mm-hmm. I was eight years younger than him, so it's like, watch your sister. Yeah. Now, see, because I'm the, now, I, that's funny because I'm the oldest, right, of the whole generation. My, my siblings, my cousin. And I ain't never watched nobody. So was it wrong that mama, because now she's making me think by saying that with us, her brother. Like, yeah. when I was working, I'd tell my son, pick, pick your sister up from school. He wasn't watching, just go pick up. That's wrong. That's part of watching her, though, because he has my to ensure her safety. Yeah. Walk no, day. I don't think that that's, that's wrong. Uh, it's not wrong, but it's, it is. help. Yeah, so I don't think one is wrong Teaching or right. I think it has both. Right. I, I think it's a both sides to it. It it does. It has like how Jemaya feels. You know, mm-hmm. um, like dang, I had to do this. It wasn't a choice, right? Right. But and then the f- to a degree. Yeah, yeah, to a degree, de- depending on how you process it. But then it also can make you resentful. Yeah. But then the opposite is, you know, for the parent, 
because they needed help. So that's why you can't say one is wrong but or right. It also taught me how to put myself last. And one yeah. thing I will say, Naisha has helped me with a lot is considering myself first. Yeah. yeah. Listening to myself and seeing what does Jemaya really want to do. Because yeah. I always have to put myself in that mindset of not being selfish because I have to be that extra line of mm-hmm. support being the oldest. Mm. So I feel like that's another negative connotation that a lot of people don't realize comes with putting that responsibility on the first child. Mm-hmm. You're right about that. You're right about that. that. Because yeah. that's what, you know, I grew up having to take care of everybody. And so you like right. I said, it took me a minute to say, well, wait a minute, what do I need to do for me? Right. You know, yeah. yes. it, it's because you always had to look out. I had three younger siblings, you know, and it, I had to make sure they were okay all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, so when I got older, I'm looking out for everybody but me. Yeah, so you was conditioned. I was yeah. conditioned. I yeah. said, you know, think about myself first. Yeah. So that that's a definite uh, deficit from uh, trying to be, you know, the oldest and doing everything, and you responsible, and the parents making sure you doing what they want you to do, and you know, it's it's kind of hard. Like I said, now. That's true. I, it was, shoot, I was at 40 years old before I started thinking about myself. Wow. Yeah, that's usually what happens. Well, as a counselor, honestly, that's what I'm starting to see the trend of because for usually from, I'm going to say probably like 40 to 65, 67 mm-hmm. generation, they have been mamas, sisters, mm-hmm. aunts, that's godmothers, right. mm-hmm. you know, all these titles. And they don't know anything about them. That's right. Like, that's real. Now, that is true about that's how I started Beautifully Broken. Because so many women don't know who they are. I had a person come because their uh, child moved. And then, like, the best friend or I think the aunt, whoever it was, they passed away. But... They didn't know because they're retired now. They don't have any grandkids to take care of because they in school. It's like now I don't know who I am anymore. So it all has depending on how you process, how you like you said, that person was conditioned early to take care of people. So now that I don't have nobody to take care, I don't even know how to take care versus like Jemiah's stance is I had to take care of people. So now I need to you know, learn at this early age how to take care of me, but then also not be resentful that you had to do it. Right. right. You know, mm-hmm. because like everything has a pro and a con if you think about it, right? It taught her to be responsible. However, there may be resentment, you're way more mature yes, than right. people your age. Right. Right. So you got to be grateful for that. <laughs> Because everything comes with something. But, yeah, did you miss some childhood? Yep, that's the kind of the situation. Um, And it's like learning to forgive parts that we feel were wrong or, you know, whatever. Um, Because I think that is going to what the event about the mother-daughter relationships. Because everybody has a feeling of how something should have went. But in reality... Is one really right or wrong depending on the circumstances? Right. You know, especially like say for because again in the era of like our age, drugs was high for our parents. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of older siblings who you know what I'm saying had to do yeah. a lot, yeah. or either the generation, the gender roles. Because I feel like uh, my daddy, I love you, but I'm gonna say it just selfish, yeah. <laughs> and he the oldest. Like, he's very selfish. Mm. Um, however, my aunt, who's right under him, she was the caregiver. 
Female. Yeah. She but she had to cook, you know, for her siblings when they got home from school. But I will say her brothers, they take care of her. They really do. With the exception of my dad, he go back and forth. <laughs> but he live in another state, so I give him halfway a pass. But they it's really do. Like a mama figure, they do, but they looked at their mama like a mama figure. That now I will say it was, I guess. Um, share responsibility, but we talking about in my aunt, what she almost, she's in her late 60s, so she would have been what, how many, I don't know the years that would have been, but that would have been like in the 50s and 60s, you know what I'm saying? So, it was more acceptable, I guess you could say, then, because that's just... Dictators. Right. You had to do right. you you know, what your mother said. Yeah. Like, you know, they... It, it was like you had to do what they said no matter what. Yeah. You know, and they felt like they run the roost and, you know, you just walk whatever they say walk, you yeah. know. So yeah. But then guess what? Right. Do kids have too much freedom today because of, well, our parents were strict. Right. Do you mind? <laughs> I don't know. I love them. Because I swear, me and my little sister was not raised the same. At all. At really? All. At all. I can see that though. At Think all. about your daughters. Your daughters are raised differently. You cannot say that's not true. They are. But I, I still wouldn't say the young one. The young one got freedom. No, she ain't got no freedom because of your job. Yeah. I'll give a, I'll give a simple example. I wasn't allowed to go to my first party till my freshman year of high school. And it was for 30 minutes. You, my mama, 30 walked, minutes. my mama drove around the block. I watched her car drive around the whole time. And then we was all outside. The group pictures just started. My mama beat her horn. And I was like, Jemai, you just got here. I'm like, yeah. And I left. Uh-huh. Nakaya, eighth grade year, uh-huh. went to a community block party. Uh-huh. So you can go to a block party where they know to be shooting and thuggish and smoking. <laughs> But I couldn't go to my first party to my freshman year of high school. Wow. Oh, so but even now, my little sister, my curfew at 18, I still had a curfew even at 18 was 12 o'clock. That's right. My little, <laughs> my little sister be outside. My mama don't blow her phone up. She said, where you at? And that's it. <sighs> she don't be, my sister ain't rolling to the house at 2 o'clock in the morning. Mama and the, my sister sat at the table and talked about her experience. Let me oh, walk in the house at two o'clock in the morning. You got a couple of mouth shots. <laughs> okay, we, we are. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Well, so we're going to say two different experiences. Yes, two different experiences. Well, this is the end of Beauty Shop Part 3. Until next week, we'll see you later. We would love to say thank you today. For tuning in with your girl, Coach T, Real Talk Unscripted. Remember, if you have a topic or you would just like to be a special guest featured on the show, you never know. So go to all social media platforms, T Hill Consultant. That's T H I L L C O N S U L T A N T. And send us a message. Let us know your topic and your name, where we can reach you at. You never know, you may just be the lucky one. Until next time, have a good one.